Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Carol, I want to thank you for joining us for our new series, Using the Power of Your Mind to Create Your Future. This is the first show on the subject, so today we're quoting from the wonderful book, Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. And I right. want us to start, yes, I want us to start with this statement uh, by Neville. And uh, he opens his chapter with this, and I quote, The world and all within it is man's conditioned consciousness objectified. Consciousness is the cause as well as the substance of the entire world. So it's to consciousness that we must turn if we would discover the secret of creation. Right, Carol? Yes. Knowledge of the law of consciousness and the method of operating this law will enable you to accomplish all you desire in life. That's a big statement. But armed with a working knowledge of this law, you can build and maintain an ideal world. Consciousness is the one and only reality. We have to always remember that. You know, uh, so we learned this from Amit Goswami and Dean Radin. They both say consciousness is the one and only reality. So Neville says, this reality may, for the sake of clarity, be likened unto a stream which is divided into two parts, the conscious and the subconscious. For us to intelligently operate the law of consciousness, it is necessary to understand the relationship between the conscious and the subconscious. Now, the conscious mind impresses the subconscious while the subconscious expresses all that is impressed upon it because the subconscious does not originate ideas but accepts as true those which the conscious mind feels to be true. And in a way known only to itself, it objectifies the accepted ideas. So, therefore, through this power to imagine and feel, uh, we are Uh, You, I, all of us are free to choose the ideas that we will entertain. In other words, we have control over creation, all right? So we have to learn this law. This information gives us a lot of knowledge to use to improve our lives, and we need to know that the subconscious does not originate ideas, but it will accept as true those which the conscious mind feels to be true. And the important word here is feels, what it feels to be true. That's that's why people say uh, he dreamt his reality. He was always dreaming about, dreaming about. And it, now it's a reality because he took those feelings of his current, of the reality he wanted, not that because his reality could have been that he was living in a, a very poor life. But what he took to bed at night and fed to his subconscious mind 
was joy, success, achievement, abundance, and that's what he manifested. So this means that our emotions are creating our reality. You know, I find that really interesting because a lot of people um, who work on positive affirmations, for example, you can have a positive affirmation, but if you're not involving feeling with it, it sounds like it's not really a complete process. And I know that Neville goes on to say, control of the subconscious is accomplished through control of your ideas and feelings. The mechanism of creation is hidden in the very depth of the subconscious. So, Carol, would you talk a little more about the subconscious and how it works? Right. The subconscious transcends reason, and it is independent of induction. In other words, so it does not have to be true. You see, you can send anything to the subconscious that you want as long as you feel it. This is where we all go off. We don't feel rich. We don't feel joyful or expansive or abundance. Uh, perhaps uh, that is uh, success or joy or uh, any of these feelings that you need. You've got to take that into the subconscious and you reach the subconscious at night. So all of these wonderful emotions are there for you to choose from. So what you want to do is take some time to find the emotion that you need to bring your future into being and using your subconscious to create those feelings that you want in your everyday world, okay? What feelings do you want to live with every day? Joy, success, achievement. Neville says that the subconscious contemplates a feeling as a fact existing within itself. And on this assumption, it proceeds to give expression to it. He says that ideas are impressed on the subconscious through the medium of feeling. So no idea can be impressed on the subconscious until it is felt. But once it is felt, be it good or bad or indifferent, it must be expressed because feeling is the one and only medium through which ideas are conveyed to the subconscious. So man who, who does not control his feelings may easily impress the subconscious with undesirable states, sadness, lack, uh, disappointment, or anger, frustration. So you have to have discipline to entertain only the feelings that contribute to your happiness. Mm, okay, so you're saying that he teaches that controlling your feelings is what to do. So that's life, that's it? Yes, yes, it's that simple. That's (laughs) it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, But, you know, this is the kind of thing you have to do over and over and over because you did it over and over to get yourself into the position that you're in now. So you can't expect Mm -hmm. Uh, two days of this and you're changed, but you can't expect change. You just have to keep at it. Yes, yes. I can see how that would work. And He says that uh, uh, the subconscious is a feeling. It contemplates a feeling as a fact. That's what the subconscious does. You send it a feeling of uh, depression, of lack, uh, or fear that we're in now with COVID, and... uh, so and it, it it proceeds to give expression to it. 
it, the subconscious takes that and says, okay, we're in fear today. We're in fear. Uh, and so Neville says that ideas are impressed on the subconscious through the meeting of feelings. So no idea can be impressed on the subconscious until it is felt. But once it is felt, be it good or bad or different, it must be expressed. Feeling is the one and only medium through which ideas are conveyed to the subconscious. So we have to get in control of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and that can be a tricky thing for some people, um, myself included, at times. Um, there, there are times when I have to just do some deep breathing just to clear the space for something to come in that uh, would be a, a better choice of thought and feeling. And, uh, and, and it works sometimes. So my feelings are creating my reality, Carol. Exactly. That's what's going on. Every feeling makes a subconscious impression. Neville says, do not dwell on the imperfection of yourself or others. Don't ever do that. Don't go to sleep thinking, oh, I should have, I could have, I would have, or how stupid of me. No, you have to treat yourself like a goddess or a god, and you must go to bed with the feelings of success, joy, happiness, all those wonderful things that you want in your life. And he gives an example. Neville says, I am healthy is a stronger feeling than I will be healthy. I am is stronger than I am not. And this is what you want to remember that from the I Am Chronicles, St. Germain uh, channeled through to us about the power of the words I am. So using the power of I am at night going to sleep, I am joyous, but you better feel it. What is a feeling of joy to you? Find that feeling and hold on to it and take it to bed with you. Find the feeling of abundance. I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it. That's the feeling you want to take. Tell, <laughs> tell Elon Musk to move over. There's plenty of room there for you, too. <laughs> That's great. So you know what it sounds like, Carol? It sounds like feeling is the transport system to get the idea of what you want to create into the subconscious. That's it. Exactly right, Claire. We operate on feelings. Feelings are the most powerful thing we have, feelings. And sometimes we let our feelings run away with us. Uh, So learning to control your emotions is another powerful thing thing that we have to get into uh, in this series that we're creating on how to use your mind to create your future. I have to get that. That is so important. How you react to what happens to you is more important than what happens to you. But um, we'll we'll stay with Neville here. He reminds us to be careful of our moods and our feelings because there is a direct connection between feelings and your visible world. He says your body is, quote, an emotional filter and bears the unmistakable marks of your prevalent emotions. So are you angry all the time? Are you disgusted? Are you unhappy because you've lost your favorite restaurant? I know I've been going through that. And you must be too, where someplace you loved is gone and you're feeling this loss. Mm -hmm. 
well, you can don't take that to bed with you. You just have to wish them well and send them lots of good love and support uh, to help them on the emotional side. But in your own mind, don't take that loss to bed. All right? He says that okay. you should be able to feel the state you want to be living in. You should be able to feel happiness, success, achievement. You know, I guess that's a wonderful way to put it. When you finish the day, you should analyze, what was, what was my greatest achievement today? Take that to bed and feel, oh, wow, I did, I'm so happy I wrote that chapter today for my book. I found the right DP for my film. Whatever it is, take that wonderful feeling to bed with you. Because Neville says a change of feeling is a change of destiny. Um, all creation occurs in the domain of the subconscious. So what you have to do is get control of the operation of the subconscious and realize that control is needed with your ideas and feelings. So you have to be controlling your feelings to send it to the subconscious to create the life you want to live. Uh, you create through feelings a happy life, a successful life, a creative life. He says that the subconscious doesn't care if what you're thinking is true or false. This is the whole key. You can lie to the subconscious. You take into the subconscious what you want your life to really be, and it will accept it as true. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just want to make sure I, I wrap this thought up with a question to you. In other words, I need to pay attention to my feelings as they create a successful life or it can sabotage it, is what I heard you say. And I also say <laughs> being human with the conditioning that it can encompass makes this a bit of work to do to start with. So it does sound pretty easy, right, Carol? But you, I know you have an answer to this. So I'm ready. No. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds really easy, but I've been paying attention to my feelings, and it's so easy to slip into fear or uncertainty, especially in today's world. So if we ever really had a challenge, it's now. So I had to keep catching myself and turning things around so that I'm saying, I am happy, I am profitable, I am inspired. Getting the feelings you want to create in your life are important. So you may want to think of what feelings make you happy and then keep that feeling in your heart. Take it to bed with you. When you experience joy or happiness, uh, someone gives you a compliment and you feel really good about it. Focus on that immediately. How, what is this feeling? This is the feeling I want every day of my life. Take that to bed with you. We should not be dwelling on difficulties or delays or what possible barriers might come into our lives. When we start having very strong feelings of any kind, we must remember that these are being impressed on the subconscious. So it's really important to recognize that the subconscious is the place of creation. It receives the idea Mm -hmm. from the feelings that we send it. It doesn't change the idea, but it gives form to it. So the subconscious Mm -hmm. outpicture is the idea and the likeness is received. So in other words, do you go to bed with fear, 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 and you're going to wake up the next morning with even more fear. That's going to be the energy you'll wake up in because the subconscious has felt it, received it, believed it, and that's where you are. So you're not in creative, abundance, 
success, joy, you're in fear. Okay. So I create the life I want through the feelings that I send to the subconscious, which means I, I can create like a movie of my life as I want it to be and get into the feeling of success, joy, creativity. I can go to sleep sending that, which those feelings are like the vehicle, the transport system that sends it to the subconscious each night. And this can change the consciousness to the life that I want. Exactly. That's it, Claire. Neville says that the subconscious serves us by giving form to our feelings and does not like compulsive thoughts. He says it responds better to persuasion than to command. And one of the most important things he says is your desires are not subconsciously accepted until you assume the feeling of their reality. For only through feeling is an idea subconsciously accepted, and only through this subconscious acceptance is it ever expressed. So it responds better to persuasion than to command. So that's one good key. And they're not accepted until you assume the feeling of their reality, which right now is fear, lack, uh, unsure of the future. How am I going to pay my rent? Where's the money? What's my job? All these things are what's in our minds. But to overcome that, we have to go back to those feelings of success, achievement, uh, and happiness. Take those with us and get those impregnated on the subconscious. You want to feel success. So I suggest you get that feeling of success implanted in your body so you can activate it on request. Neville says that all things Mm -hmm. come from within, from this subconscious. He says we can't see anything else except what is contained in our subconscious, that your world is its every detail is your subconscious objectified. Mm, Okay. So the real task here is to learn how to get that feeling of success. So you take it from any small thing during the day, for example, cooking a good meal or uh, say the next time you get uh, a compliment, really take it in or getting a project completed that you've been trying to finish for a while and then you feel that sense of accomplishment and success just to get that feeling and hold on to it and then take it into your dream time, into the subconscious. And that, that implants that success feeling into the subconsciousness, Carol? Mm-hmm. That's it. The subconscious accepts as true that which you feel is true. And because creation mm-hmm. is a result of subconscious impressions, by your feelings, you determine your creation. So you are already that which you want to be, and your refusal to believe this is the only reason you do not see it. So we have to help each other recognize that we can have a lot more in our lives than we'd have. Our minds are very powerful. Wow. That's an amazing statement. You are already that which you want to be. Wow. That alone I will put up on my mirror and look at every day. (laughs) It's a shocking statement what you just said. So in other words, we all contain the possibilities of the success with the future we want. We just need to stop feeling the emotions that we do not want to bring 
those that we do want into our life. And this means right. we need to recognize those feelings, though, right? The anger, the guilt, the fear. We've got to recognize those feelings so that we know that what we want to replace. We want to replace those feelings, loss, unhappiness, etc., with success. And success seems to be the key. We need to learn how to keep feeling successful and confident and keep imprinting those feelings on our subconscious. Yes. I think that the takeaway from Neville that we want to remember is that the most important thing we have to recognize today is that the subconscious plays a major part in our consciousness, in our reality. What we feed into the subconscious is what we see and experience in our consciousness. Getting control over our feelings is the number one key, and recognizing the power of the subconscious is the second key to achieving a successful and rewarding life. You know, we can call on help uh, with this kind of thing. You know, uh, for someone who may be feeling that they can't really get control over their feelings, whatever um, higher power you may feel connected with, call on that higher power perhaps and ask for the support to help shift the ideas and the feelings to the more positive, successful ones. And then know that that is true and use that as another resource for working on those mm-hmm. things and ideas. Yes. So to recap what you, you just talked about, you're, you're saying consciousness is the cause as well as the substance of the entire world. So we must turn to consciousness to discover the secret of creating the life that we really want. And this arms us with a working knowledge of this law, doesn't it, Carol? We can build, maintain an ideal world. The consciousness, exactly. the con- yes, it impresses the subconscious. And, and while, while things are being expressed that way, the subconscious does not originate ideas, is what you're saying. But it accepts as true the things that we, we do present to it, those, those feelings to be true that we present to it. In other words, you have to believe it to see it. <laughs> yes, yes. Control of the subconscious is accomplished through control of your ideas and feelings. The mechanism of creation is hidden in the very depths of the subconscious. All right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The subconscious really transcends reason, and it's also independent of injection. This is, this is another thing that's talked about. So it does not have to be true, which that boggles my mind in itself. I'll, I'll, I'll work with that one. <laughs> it does not have to be true. It has to be what you want your life to be, what you want to feel on a daily basis. And then the subconscious contemplates a feeling as a fact existing within itself and on this assumption it proceeds to give expression to it and that's where the creation happens I assume but no Mm -hmm. idea can be on the subconscious until it's felt there is the fuel that's the transport system but once it's felt be it good or bad or indifferent it must be expressed so 
feeling is the one and only medium through which ideas are conveyed to the subconscious. Right. Exactly right. Neville says that controlling your feeling is the most important thing you can do. Remember, it's what you feel you are that dominates. Feelings are creators, and what you feel is what you can achieve. Your desires are not subconsciously accepted until you assume the feeling of their reality. For only through feeling an idea subconsciously accepted and only through this subconscious acceptance is it ever expressed. Yes, that's what he says. So he begins Chapter 2 of his very brilliant book, Feeling is the Secret, by explaining to us that sleep is one-third of our life. And it's important that we realize that in order to, you know, that realize that it's we awaken to life, that our awakened life can be highly improved through sleep. We need to just give sleep the priority it deserves and be prepared to feel into the future that we want. Yes, Claire. Neville says that it is in sleep and in prayer that man enters the subconscious to make his impressions and receive his instructions. In these states, the conscious and the subconscious are creatively joined. So I get some of my best information in the middle of the night, and I bet our audience experiences this too. Do you, Claire? Oh, yes, yes. In fact, I remember Wayne Dyer said, that between 3 and 3.30 in the morning was the, he called it, enlightened time. And he always got up right at that time, keeping a pen and paper handy, writing down notes on, on uh, you know, information that, that he received. So I started doing that. And, you know, I, I sometimes I'll fall right back to sleep, but if I can just wake up enough that I can write down some of those thoughts and ideas, some of those impressions and things that come, um, the next morning there are some wonderful treats waiting for me to reread. Okay. Yes. Isn't that fun? That sounds so great. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's as if there's somebody waiting for you, waking you up. I, I moved into this new house, Claire, and my entire body began to itch, and I started taking things out of my diet. I thought it was the tomatoes and the, the mushrooms and all that stuff, and I It didn't stop. I kept itching. In fact, it got worse. So I kept asking my guides, what is it? I must be allergic to something. What is it? You have to tell me. You have to tell me. In the middle of the night, I woke up, and it was water. It's the water. And, and, you know, the left brain comes in and says, well, how can you be allergic to water? It's impossible. But the little voice is always right. So I called Sparklets, and I got tons of water brought to the house, uh, and I didn't touch the water in the house. And by the seventh day, I was perfect. I didn't take a shower. I washed myself with uh, sparklets. I took baths with sparklets. Oh. Anyway, I found that it's the water in this house that my body doesn't like. And, and my daughter was having trouble, too, but not to the point that I was. You know, I've been a vegetarian. I've had no cholesterol in my body, really, in 50 years. So I'm not the normal person. I'm a highly susceptible to drugs or anything like that. So I just am a sensitive person. Um, but for to run the tests, 
that would have cost me thousands of dollars and months and months during which I would have been itching all along. But I asked and I got the answer. And that saved me time, money, and a lot of frustration. So I'm of the belief that ask and you will receive. Yes. So that's exactly what you did. You got the answer. It solved the problem. And that's a great story, Carol. Thanks. It's very helpful. It's a good illustration. So our author, Neville, says that you're only, that you are the only thing stopping you. Nobody else is getting in the way, really. Your failure to feel that you already have that which you wish to create is what's preventing you from achieving it, just the failure of not using the feeling. So some of you might remember when, when we studied Wallace B. Waddles, and I loved that series that we did, Carol. He, too, said mm-hmm. the secret to achieving what you want is to believe what you already have, that, that you already have it. And Stuart Wilde says the same thing. And so now we're learning that Neville is saying this, too. It's good to hear the same thing from different people. And we need to think about this. How would I feel if my wish was real? Wow. That right there conjures up a lot of good feelings. It brings up, you know, excitement. It brings up um, all kinds of things that could support the idea of your wish being real. And so we need to take that feeling to bed with us at night before we go to sleep so that that information goes into dream time, into the subconscious as truth. And have that feeling as you drift off to sleep as well. Just keep keep it going. And then your feeling will bring you that desired feature that you want is what Neville is saying, right, Carol? Exactly. And remember, this is not a one-night stand. It's something that you must do night after night, never wavering, just like you work on your film each day. You need to work on your subconscious each night. It's a way to achieve your desired life, and it takes time for the subconscious to get that feeling and plug it in and say, oh, wow, I thought we were in fear here. Oh, no, we're in abundance. Okay, I'll go with that. Because we have to remember that the subconscious sees us as we are when we go to sleep. So if you go to bed angry, don't take that with you. Get rid of that feeling and create your future life feeling. Take that instead. You do not want to flood the subconscious with anything but your future life feelings. And don't limit your thoughts to the past. Begin to imagine states beyond the past. Remember Neville says, whatever the mind of man can imagine, man can realize That's what Spielberg does. That's what Scorsese does. And that's what you can do. And I'm sure that they take their films to bed at night and imagine them with no concern for budget. You know, anything they can think of, they know they can get it done. So whatever they want, they can imagine and believe it to be true. And that's just what happens. They bring their future to themselves. Woody Allen, in an interview, said that he still writes on his 1980 typewriter in his bedroom. In his bedroom, he says, anything is possible. He considers this his magical space. Once he leaves the bedroom, he goes into the other world where we all exist. But he creates his future films in his bedroom 
where anything is possible. Wow. Think about it. You and only you can change how you feel about your life, right? So if you want to create a life, you have only to feel into the life you want to live. No one else is involved. No one is stopping you. This is just for you to do for yourself. And it sounds like it's simple, and it can be done. It just takes application. So once you convince yourself of what you want to manifest, because you've got to really, you know, work on that too. You know, what is it that I really want to manifest? And then feel that into the, into the emotion that, that's going to bring to you, and then it's, it will arrive. And then, of course, you have to have faith that if it doesn't arrive that second, it's on its way. And it's all about feeling. Feelings are very powerful. They are the true manifestors. Right. The creative process is first imagining and then believing the state imagined. Always imagine and expect the best. Uh, And the books that I've read say that your thoughts, as soon as you're not thinking them, become waves of possibilities. Each thought of divergent thinking is a seed for an expanding quantum possibility wave, a wave of meaning in the unconscious. So these possibility waves expand, becoming bigger and bigger pools of possibilities. And then waves mix and mingle. Possibilities interact with possibilities, producing new possibilities. In this way Mm -hmm. of unconscious processing, this in quick time produces a huge proof of possibilities, meaning of new meaning for consciousness to choose from. The probability of success and finding the right answer, obviously, is much bigger in this two-stage quantum thinking than it would be with simply one-stage consciousness, Newtonian thinking. So let's talk about this in terms of film funding. As soon as we think our thoughts, it's like a seed for an expanding quantum possibility wave in the unconscious. So our job is to fill those waves full of possibilities without any negativity. Mm, okay, right? so what do you mean by oh. Well, what, what exactly? when I have consultations with filmmakers sometimes, I find that when I make a suggestion, the filmmaker often comes back with a negative statement like, oh, my friend Mary tried that and she didn't succeed. Well, you're not Mary. You have no idea of what she did or didn't do to achieve her goal. So whatever happened to Mary was based on her reality, her experiences, and her fields of possibilities. When you're given good advice, listen to it with an open mind. Listen to see what feels right for you and what feels right to do now. There is a difference. You may think, well, I'm not ready for that, but this idea is perfect for now. Stay positive and look what you feel to be the strongest because many filmmakers don't like crowdfunding because they tried it and they failed. But the point is that we've got so much more information now on how to successfully crowdfund because we have analytics and it's much easier to say, well, this works and that doesn't. So That's true. filmmakers should really consider investigating current trends. So what I'm asking you to create is waves of possibilities that are possible. I want you to keep, create probabilities that you know you can do. You need to have pure confidence. For example, 
you could do one-on-one asks to raise money. You can see yourself sitting in front of a person with wealth and visualize yourself with this wealthy person who could write a $10,000 check and they're listening to you and they're nodding their head, yes, and saying, sure, I would love to support your film. Here's my donation. It's that simple. These ways of possibility should be like writing a script, a perfect situation every time where you ask for something and you're given something. And don't rule out getting someone to come to you because of the way you're living your life and dedicating to your, your life and yourself to your film because often people will come to you and offer you money once they get to know you and trust you. I had that happen to me in New Zealand, Claire. There was a restaurant where I got the last cappuccino before I was back out in the country again with no civilization. There were no stores near me. It was 40 minutes to uh, to the cappuccino place. So this was a lovely coffee shop. I got to know the owner and found out he was a filmmaker. And he had this oh, tiny wow. house that it was his edit house, Claire, where he did nothing in there but editing. It was full of equipment. Oh, all I could think of was that I wanted him to donate that to a filmmaker so I could bring a filmmaker to New Zealand and have them edit their film in this lovely country setting with him as an assistant. So I didn't make an ask. I just kept telling him about the film grant. And I talked about filmmakers' tenacity, how important the editing process was. And every time I'd go for a cappuccino, I'd have a new pitch. But it wasn't an ask. It was just a pitch on what uh, I thought I needed for the film grant. So I was I was about to leave for California, and I stopped by, and this was the day I was going to make my ask. And we were sitting outside in the sun, and he started talking to me. And the next thing I knew, he offered his editing bay to the grant as a month of editing for a filmmaker. So obviously he got what I was thinking from the things that I said, and it became his idea, which is much stronger uh, energy, right, when someone comes up with an idea and it's theirs, even if you help them realize this idea, they feel very strong about it because it's their idea. And so I got what I wanted, didn't even ask, but I had put in a lot of information to get him to the point where he saw what benefit it could mm-hmm. be for him, the joy of working with another filmmaker. Huh. Okay. Wow. That was magical. Well, Carol, I want to thank you so much for telling us about Neville Goddard and sharing your stories. We we want to learn how to use our minds to create our future. We all do. And there there are ways to do this in ways that are positive, in ways that are have good energy. And you are going to bring us more information like this next month, right? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Okay, good. Yes, we will. We'll do a monthly show on the power of your mind. Okay, yes, because we need to continue this conversation. There's so much more. And your stories really do help, Carol. Uh, They illustrate things that help us to see ways, different angles and ways that we can be a part of, you know, because we have to do our part. You know, we, we can do the thinking, you know, the ideas and work with the feelings and use some of the methods that we talk about. And then there is also creativity that goes into 
how we we physically step into doing these things, and that's what you did when you were in New Zealand with this this gentleman. You you continued to talk about your dreams. You continued to talk about things that that would inspire him to eventually uh, do the things that you you had set your ideas and feelings into. Yes, yes. Life yeah. is a ball, Claire. Remember that from Auntie Mame? Life's a ball. If oh, yeah. you live it. <laughs> and that's how we have to look at it. And we will get through this, this uh, panic we're in now, through this COVID, and we'll come out. All of our filmmakers are going to come out on top uh, because they're going to dream their reality into, their dream, put their dreams into reality. Yes. Yes, and this is this is the creation time. This is the uh, time that all of the dreaming and thinking and feeling can be used for that creation. Some things may manifest sooner than others, but just keep holding the feeling for the things yet to come. Carol, exactly. this has been great. Thank you so much. Looking forward to the next one, part two of this. And uh, I want you to take very good care of yourself and to our listeners as well. Be well, everyone. Thank you, Claire. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.